Hey y'all, it's Angel Victoria, the go-getter, your big sister and accountability partner. Y'all, today is the day that I love the most. Y'all know I love me a good story. It is Tell Your Story Tuesday. Y'all, it's just going to be me telling my story today, but I'm just going to give you a little bit about what's going to be happening in this summer. Y'all, I'm going to be sharing my platform with some amazing women who are ready to tell their story. Not sure if you saw the commercial yet on Facebook or Instagram, but y'all, whew, some stories will be told and I need y'all to get ready because these ladies are amazing. And so today, since it's you and me, me and you, I'm going to tell a story. And this story is about the power of your testimony. Let me start in Psalm 51 with one of my favorite people, and it is King David. Now, y'all know I like to talk about the hard stuff. This chapter is coming after Nathan the prophet came to King David after he committed adultery with Bathsheba. The hard stuff. Homeboy committed adultery with my girl Bathsheba. Okay, y'all know this one of my top five girls. Love talking about her. But let's focus on what David said. Psalm 51. I'm going to read parts of it for you. Verse 1. Have mercy, O God, because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion. Blot out the stain of my sins. He's begging, y'all. He's asking God to forgive him. Wash me clean from my guilt. That comes with shame, y'all. Purify me from my sin. You know, guilt comes along with sin. And it brings shame. That's the devil's plan. For I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. He's saying he's in rebellion because he went opposite of what God told him to do. He's also supposed to commit adultery. He's supposed to be living his life pure before God. And so now he's asking God to purify him again. In verse 4, it says, Against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom, even there. I'm going to go all the way to verse 12. Restore me, restore to me the joy of my salvation, of your salvation, and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach you your teach your ways to rebel to rebels and they will return to you. That's where I wanted to, to stick a pen in. Verse 13 says, after he asked God to restore him, restore the joy of God's salvation to him and make him willing to obey him. He says, then I will teach your ways to rebels and they will return to you. What I love about that the most is that he had just said that he recognized his rebellion and it haunts him all the time. He recognized his rebellion against God. But then he says, when God, he asked God to purify him and transform him and change his life, restore God's salvation and joy towards him. He then says, then I'll go and I'll teach your rebels. So what is he saying? He's saying, look, this was what I was doing. And I know there's other people out there doing what I have done. 
and they need to know that they can live a pure life before God. They need to know that they can be forgiven. And God, if you do all this for me, I promise you, I promise you that those same people that were like doing doing what I'm doing and are like me, I'm going to teach them how to do it right. That's so beautiful to me because that's how it's supposed to be. We are ministers of reconciliation, right? So we're supposed to be going <laughs> and we're supposed to be presenting to others what God has done to us and done through us. This is the power of the testimony. The word of God changes our life and it changes us and it causes us to go and do it for others. Remember, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. I love that part. I love it. It reminds me of this dream that I had. I had this dream that I am walking into a former church of mine and I go through these double doors and I look and ahead of me is the back row so I'm coming through the back door the pulpit is way in the front I'm coming to the back door where the you know back row seats are and I look and on the back row some folded black clothes were up there and in the dream I sensed that they were my clothes so I quickly grabbed myself because shame. I thought I was naked. But then I looked down. When I looked down and I'm packing myself like my my clothes are, what clothes are these? These are my clothes. It was some sparkly white pants. I mean, white, white. I, bleach couldn't dye them pants that white. <laughs> and I had on a white shirt. And I'm just looking at myself amazed. And then looking at my black clothes that are folded over the back row. And looking back at my clothes and then I look up and I see my my pastor and he's just smiling with this smile of love y'all this smile was um this it just had so much love in it I could sense it I could feel it in the dream I, I feel my my um dreams I feel everything in my dreams and so I'm looking at him and he's smiling at me and not saying a word and he comes over and he puts this gold, beautiful gold vest over me. And what I'm feeling in this time and in this moment is that I don't deserve this. What is going on? You're putting this. I already have these sparkly white clothes on me. But now you're putting a gold vest on me. And he just puts his arm around me and proceeds to walk me to the middle of the aisle. We're walking down the aisle. He's saying something. I wish I knew what he was saying to me, but it was full of love. And, and, and But all I could do was listen to him, but then look back at my black clothes. Listen to him and then look back again at my black, clo- my black clothes. And I'm just like, what is going on? His words of love is, you know, just, just comforting me and all this. And on the side, when you get to one of the pews, my mom comes. She's running through the pew and she says... Do whatever he tells you to do. And in my heart at that moment, I was like, mom, you are interrupting what he's trying to say. (laughs) And so she goes away and he continues to walk and talk to me and smile. And when we get to the front row, he stops. He still has his arm around me. And he looks me in my eyes and then he gets this serious look. And then he points ahead and I see a row 
of women bowed down on the altar in the same black clothes that I have on. And I knew at that moment what God wanted me to do. And I believe at that time I was already gaining a passion for women's ministry. But I knew then that I had to use my life and my story to help women get through what I've been through. And that's what David was showing us in Psalm 51. He knew what he had done. He knew the sin he had in his life, but he also knew that God could set him free and deliver him from what he was going through and what he was dealing with and the sin that he had committed. He had committed adultery. That's a big sin. He slept with someone else's wife and then had him killed because she was pregnant. That's a lot of stuff, y'all. And we haven't even got to her side of it. But then he tells God, if you deliver me, if you set me free, if you purify me, just like I was a rebel, I will go to the other rebels and I will set them free with telling them what you have done. Y'all, that is amazing. And that's what we're supposed to be doing with our life. That's the power of the testimony. You have a testimony. You have a story to tell that's going to set somebody free. And you don't have to be in a a pulpit to do it. You don't have to have pastor tagged on your name to do it. Yes, I have a minister, minister's license and the tag minister tagged to my name now. But before I even had that, I was still ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ and powerfully. But y'all. We are ministers of reconciliation. We bring people back to God and we can use our story doing that. Do you see people around you? Do you see people who have gone through what you've been through? Do you? Do you see people hurting like you hurt? Maybe you've been divorced. Tell your story. Maybe you've been sexually abused. Tell your story. Maybe you lost everything that you had. Tell your story. Maybe you were a drug dealer. Tell your story. Maybe you had an addiction. Tell your story. Maybe you were a pastor and you were in sin while pastoring. Tell your story. Somebody out there has been through what you have been through and they think that they can't get out they think that they can't be set free they think that God doesn't love them tell your story you don't understand the more you tell your story the more you are free the more you get free the more you are healed the more you're just it is an amazing thing to sense and to feel every time I get to tell my story I get set free more and more I get delivered more and more I overcome because in that time and in that moment the blood of the lamb is cleansing me purifying me letting me know God loves me tell your story David knew what he did and he knew who his God was and he knew he could be free and he wanted to tell others who have done and have been through the same thing that he went through that they can be set free 
and delivered and forgiven and purified. Tell your story. I'll see you soon.